Hi all, I'm Sara, and you are listening to Teen Therapy, but make it free, the 10th episode. Oh my gosh, this is such a big milestone for me, for us, for this whole podcasting journey. I'm so excited, and I'm so happy that we made it this far. This literally was an idea that I randomly had in my bedroom at 1am, and I came up with the name, and I came up with the idea behind it, and I didn't know where it was going to go, and I'm so excited that now we have been doing this for 10 whole weeks. Oh my gosh, guys! I have had the best time. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope it's been helpful in some ways. Yeah, I hope that it's been helpful. You guys have listened to me talk now for almost 10 hours. Can you believe it? I know I say that literally every episode, but like, I feel like now it's a a tradition, guys. Now I have to say it before every episode. I'm sorry. I know it's probably annoying, but yes. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about all of that and all my excitement and everything. But first, we have to do our moment of silence, guys. What would this be without our traditional moment of silence so you and me both are going to take a second and appreciate that we are here in the moment you have had some rough times probably maybe i hope you haven't but if you have you've gotten through them and you're here in the moment today you might have had an amazing last week you might have had one that was terrible but you are still here in this moment you have actively made the choice every single day to stay here and to continue to grow and be such a big part of everything around you and the world around you and that is an amazing feat and you are doing amazing and I'm so proud of you and so is everyone around you and yeah you are such a big contributor to the world around you and you are doing amazing so we're gonna reflect a little bit on that and then this is the kind of new addition from last time um but scales so if you have anxiety you can do anxiety scales um how many days in the last week have i felt anxious have i had a panic attack or you could do on a scale of one to ten how anxious am i feeling right now how anxious have i felt in the last day how anxious have i felt in the last week um another good one is how many days out of the last week if any have you felt feelings of helplessness or hopelessness and then depending on what you relate to or what you feel is most relevant to yourself you can choose one of the scales i just gave you can choose to do all of them you can choose to do a a completely different scale and then also another important one is just how am i feeling in this moment um or today or this week in general so 10 is i had the best day ever i'm doing amazing my mental health is doing great and one is probably like i'm really not doing my best right now i could use some help maybe i should think about reaching out to someone or getting help okay so those are our two tasks at hand and we are going to start our moment of silence in three two one and go
oops, sorry, I dropped my ring, I'm messing with it, <laughs> um, okay, about 20 more seconds, and then we're gonna be finished, I hope you guys found that helpful. Um, as always, sorry I dropped my little ring. I It's one of my little anxious tendencies. I like to always be doing something with my hands. So I often mess with my rings. And I'm currently just like messing around with it. Just like putting it on my fingers. And I dropped it on my closet floor. And if you guys were wondering, yes, we are still on the closet floor. And we are still recording with my iPhone. I think I might splurge on like a $10 microphone off of Amazon at some point, but I don't know how to use them, and honestly, I just, I think it's a lot of work to learn how to edit, so what I'm going to do is try to just do my very best in doing it, and like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I just yawned, we'll get into why I'm yawning and tired in a moment, but... Yeah, I'm a little too lazy to learn how to edit, or not even lazy, not a good word, but I feel like it's a good productive skill for me to try to learn how to, like, think before I speak and, like, concise everything, concise everything, that's not a word, condense everything down to only talk about the things that I feel are needed, so that's my kind of goal, so that's why I'm not doing editing, but anyway, we are still on the closet floor, I always just throw my blanket off of my bed onto my closet floor, and I just sit, and I put my little phone up on a ledge where it's like kind of close to my mouth where the speaker is so that you guys can hear me um and yes okay so it's the 10th episode you guys are probably wondering she said it's a special episode why is it special you know it's special because we're going back to our roots of me just speaking about just speaking about the world around us i'm gonna speak a little bit about my life in the past week or the past two weeks and then we're going to get into more some more broad stuff. But I feel like today we've done a lot of like factual, you know, factual episodes the past couple of times. And I'm just going to shift it back to being a little more personal for, just for this episode. If that's not something that you personally enjoy the most, then honestly, I appreciate you still for listening this far. Um, tune in next week. I'm sure that next week will be a little bit more of that type of informational thing. Um, I actually had a had a meeting with my therapist today. Um, I'll speak about why I needed that in a little bit. But she's been telling me a lot of things that she thinks I would like to share. And so we're gonna get into some we're gonna get into some therapy tips and stuff and some things you guys can research and like learn on your own if you can't afford therapy or therapy's not something that you feel like you're ready for yet or any of that. So I am so 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 excited for that. I also have a idea for season two which i am very 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 excited about and i really really hope that's gonna happen we're gonna figure it all out actually by we i mean me i am um you know i'm trying to figure all this out by myself and it's a little rough sometimes but it's also very fun so yes okay so Sara, why did you need to meet with your therapist today? It's because um, I've actually had a rough couple of days, week type thing, um, in relation to my anxiety. And this connects 
I'm so sorry. I just yawned again. Connects to the world around us. Okay. So, this past week, um, I started school. And I go to a pretty small school, so we are fully in person. So, I've been going in every day since last Wednesday. So, it's been four days counting today. Or no, five days. Oopsie. Um, yeah, and it's been decent. We're doing a lot, a lot, a lot of safety measures. You have to keep your mask on at all times. There's no lockers. Um, you sit at tables that are six feet. You have to stay six feet apart at all times. There's capacity and all of this crazy stuff. Um, but I have been struggling with corona anxiety. I don't think that's really a term, but I just made it up, guys. Wow, I know I'm so talented for making it up, but I'm calling it corona anxiety because it's an anxiety that stems from the world around us and corona being a thing. So on, I think it was Thursday, um, I got home from school and I was like, oh, my, my throat feels a little, like a little weird, a little scratchy. And so of course my mind immediately rushed to it's corona i have corona oh my gosh and you know that would not be my immediate thing for scratchy throat usually because i have very bad allergies and that was the first day i'd really been like sitting outside because the first day of school was raining so it it really made perfect sense for it to have been allergies or literally anything but corona but i convinced myself it was corona and for the first day it was like a kind of like an internal type struggle thing so like it was me telling myself i had corona constantly and just not leaving my room and just feeling panicked i think i had like like one or two panic attacks that day but i was trying to keep it to myself i was obviously staying away from people like i came home and i just stayed in my room for the rest of the night um but yeah i didn't really say anything and then i ended up talking it ended up getting really really actually I think it might have been, it might have been Friday or it might have been Thursday. Oh, yeah. It was Friday, actually. So, I stayed in my room the rest of the night. And then, Saturday morning, I I just continued to convince myself I had corona. I didn't have any symptoms. And me stressing myself was actually making things much worse. And, like, you can stress yourself to the point of giving yourself a fever or to the point of thinking, I feel this or I feel that. For me... It was that I thought I felt like I had to cough, but I hadn't actually coughed once or any of this stuff, so I didn't know if I was making it up or not. Um, At this point, I was driving myself crazy, completely crazy, like panicking all the time. I would not go anywhere without a mask. I was making my parents stay six feet away from me and all this stuff, and their kind of immediate reaction when I told them I thought I had corona was like, Sara, you're being a little bit dramatic, like, or not that. They were, they were kind of more... I don't want to say mean. They were a little bit more like, oh, come on, you don't have corona. Stop being dramatic. And, like, that's not really the proper thing with, like, to respond to someone with anxiety. So, obviously, that wasn't the best thing ever. But that's okay. And my sister and everyone, everyone that I talked to about it was like, you don't have corona. Like, there's no way you had corona. And I've honestly been been pretty pretty careful. Um, There's one instance way over a week ago that I was with a couple of people um, but logically, it didn't make sense for me to have corona. It didn't make sense that my symptoms were coming that late or that there wasn't any symptoms, really, or that they were that mild or whatever it was. 
Um, and so I was debating all of Saturday whether to get a test. Um, Saturday, I ended up, like, feeling completely normal and everything. And I ended up hanging out with one of my friends because I really didn't have any symptoms or anything. And then in that moment, I convinced myself that I'd given her corona. So this poor girl was sitting in my room trying to keep me trying to help me during a panic attack about thinking I gave her corona um while I wouldn't let her even close to me and it was really I was literally driving myself insane I was driving everyone around me insane it was just absolutely crazy I feel bad for them but yeah I was I was having like it was it was like a constant feeling of underlying anxiety and then also like having three three four panics a day um i don't know if i'd categorize them all as panic attacks some of them definitely were but some of them were more like momentary like feelings of complete dread and everything that i don't know if it really qualified as panic attack or not sunday i ended up being like i want to go get tested the thing was, I was going back and forth, so, like, one moment, I'd be, like, 100% convinced I had corona, and the next minute, I wouldn't be. And the reason I was so concerned about all of this is I'm not concerned that much about my own health, um, because hopefully, I don't, I don't know, obviously, but I was hoping that I would be okay because of my age and everything, but I was really scared for my parents and for my school. I did not want to go back to school thinking that I had corona and give it to anyone. That was the last thing I wanted, and that was what drove the panic attacks it wasn't that i have corona i'm scared for my own health it was i'm scared that i'm gonna go to school thinking i don't have corona and give it to people and then maybe make someone really sick or that i'm gonna give it to my parents and they're gonna get really sick Um, my grandma had corona she lives in iran and she was she had a fever for like five or six weeks and i did not want to do that with my parents and so yes what i so I told my parents that I wanted to get tested. I put my mask on. We went to an urgent care near my house. This whole time I'm panicking. And I have a lot of work to do because school has just started and everything. I'm sitting in the way, way back of the car. My dad's sitting in the front and I made him put a mask on and everything. And I decided to do a rapid test because I did not think uh, my anxiety could handle otherwise. Um, But yeah, so... We did a rapid test, and it was kind of bad because when you sign in, it takes about an hour, an hour and a half for them to actually call you to get tested. When I got tested, they basically give you a phone call. They tell you to come in, and you sit, and they test you. They put this little thing on my finger to get my heart rate, and then they swab your nose and everything. Uh, The lady actually looked at my heart rate after I was done and was like, are you nervous? And I was like, I have anxiety. And she's like, oh, that makes sense. So I had stressed myself into having a higher heart rate. Um, My therapist actually loves telling me that there's going to be physical implications for that when you get older. You're going to have, like, gastrointestinal issues and stuff. Um, And she's completely correct. She's 100% completely correct. (laughs) And I I need to move forward from that. But... Yeah, so it was not very fun, and then we sat for an hour and a half waiting for the test results to come back. Um, I'm just sitting there. It was not very fun. They came back negative, as everyone but me had suspected. And then, at that point, you would think, okay, 
Um, I feel like there were some behaviors leading up to this that probably showed some signs of some sort of mental thing going on, anxiety or something like that, because I don't think someone who didn't experience that stuff would obsess as much as I did with having shown really no symptoms. But I did, and then I convinced myself after I got the negative that it was a false negative. Um, And I did a lot of research on how accurate the tests were and everything, and I just, I'd convinced myself it was a false negative, even though it was such a small chance at that point that it was. Um, but yeah, it was a very anxiety-ridden couple of days. I'm back at school now, but I was really, really stressed. I'm still not getting near anyone or anything. I don't have any symptoms at all anymore, or I didn't really in the first place. But yeah, so that's something I'm going to call for now corona anxiety. And it's like the anxiety of, and I think it can build on social anxiety or it can build on other types of anxiety. It's like now the fear of going out and the fear of getting corona and the fear of hurting people you love or spreading it and stuff like that. And I feel like that's something, or not that I feel like, it is definitely something that wasn't existent before, but now it very much so is. Um, And it's just like something where like as the world changes, so do we and like it is very scary and it's very rough and it can actually it can make things feel really much worse for a lot of people including myself and especially with people with like anxiety or depression it can be a really really difficult time and I just wanted to share my little story with that um and that yeah I just thought that it might that I would share that, um, I felt really insane, and honestly, everyone around me was telling me that I was being dramatic and stuff, but I couldn't help it, and I really thought in that moment, like, this is the part of anxiety that's not quirky or fun, and it's not what all those people like to say, like, oh, I have anxiety, when they're, like, nervous before tests, but they know they're gonna do amazing, like, it's not that, it's, like, the obsessing over every tiny thing it's obsessing over the fact that I thought I'd grown up obsessing over it for days having that be the only thing I could think about and completely influencing all of my actions and and the way I was able to do I wasn't able to do anything I had five sub five or six subjects of homework to do and I couldn't do any of them because I was just sitting just obsessing it was it was just not, it was not ideal, and, like, yeah, that's a part of anxiety that no one ever talks about, and it's not, like, the, oh, quirky part, it's just the obsession and the panic, and it was just not very fun, so I just wanted to tell you guys that, because I just want you to know if you are having, like, a more anxious week, or you've been having a little bit of a rough time, I feel you, you're not alone, um, but you're gonna get, it's gonna get better, it got better for me, I eventually had to listen to the people around me and listen to the doctors and everything and say that, sorry, you don't have corona. You're literally just making this up in your head and you're blowing everything out of proportion um, because of your anxiety. And I actually, that's why I I had a therapist appointment. I was like, I, I called and I needed to schedule an appointment as soon as possible because I was really, really spiraling. But yeah. Um, and then it goes also back to, I don't know if you guys are going to school in person or not, but it's another piece of anxiety about school. If you're forced to go in person, then it's stressful. Like, am I going to get corona there? Do I really have any option to not go? And it just feels stressful and it can make, 
um, school, especially if you're a rising senior like me or you're a rising junior or you're going into college, it can be very, very stressful in the first place. And it's going to be very hard to be able to manage all of the stresses together. And this all culminates in what I'm saying, like, be lenient with yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Everything is difficult, yes, but you need to make sure that you're taking time for your mental health. So, like, I personally this year overloaded myself with classes. I don't know why I did it, I, but I did, and um, I don't really know if it's going to be healthy, and I really don't think it is, and it was something I probably should not have done. And now I recognize that, but I'm going to try to make the best out of my schedule that I can. I put a little whiteboard up on my wall and I'm organizing everything. And then on top of that, um, I'm just taking small periods of time during the day and like having it be like regular intervals where I just have a moment to myself. So like maybe that's taking a nice shower and just like being able to think and or just listening to some music or reading a little bit or doing something not school related and or maybe taking a run, which I don't do because I'm really lazy and I hate running. But, you know, it's just small self-care things like that that can really make all of the difference in the long run, which is really great. So you guys need to remember that you need to take care of yourselves. I know it can seem hard. Trust me, I completely understand. It can be difficult. It can be very, very difficult. You might think that you, you have to be doing your work or that you you don't have time to take care of yourself, but that is never true. And your self-care should always be your first priority. Um, actually, one of my friends told me the other day that they felt like they couldn't focus on school because there were so many other more important things going on in the world with corona and with everything else going on. And I, I think that's very true. It's going to be hard to focus on school and stuff, and we just have to learn to be lenient with ourselves this, this year. Because everything's different. And obviously that doesn't mean flunk all of your classes and do something that you're going to regret doing in a couple of months. But if you need that extra moment to take care of yourself, just take it. It's okay. It's it's a good thing. You need to take care of yourself first. You're not going to be able to really function at your highest. And also, stressing yourself out and everything can actually be worse for your immune system. So even if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it because if you end up getting corona, you don't want it it'll probably be worse if you just stress yourself out about it, you know? You know? Yes. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. I also wanted to talk a little bit about how I know this is a very, very stressful part of the year for everyone. Um, everyone's going back to school no matter whether that's online or not and this is something a little bit more specific to rising seniors but there's college applications and everything just seems different and no one really understands what's happening fully like I just found out a couple minutes ago that my SAT is canceled and like there's just a lot of extra stressors and I there's this one tip that I heard during if you guys remember me talking about that camp I did a seminar on the future of mental health uh there was something I actually heard it was a tip that said um do things for you and not because society or because your parents or anyone around you thinks that you should do it and I think that's really really important 
So, um, like, I, I'm just going to use college as an example, and then I'll, I'll try to come up with another more relatable example after that. So, like, if... Um, don't feel pressured to always do what your family wants you to do. If you know something is best for you and you think that that's going to be best for your health and for your future, then that's something you should go for. And doing something like that, like doing things that you enjoy and things that you want to do, that'll help your mental health no matter what. Like that is a big step you can take to helping your mental health. Like if you think maybe I want to go to this type of school or maybe I don't want to go to college and I want to learn this skill or I want to go to community college and then transfer as long as you're doing whatever you feel is best then that's going to help your mental health if you start doing things because your mom so say you're like mom really wants you to be a doctor and really wants you to go to like NYU let's say and you feel like that's not for you if you end even if you end up going there just to please your parents you're you're not you might end up resenting them or you might end up in a place that you don't feel is healthy for you. And just doing those things, whether they're big or small, can help in such a big way. Especially in stressful times like these, it really helps to like boil everything down to like what will help me most in my future and what will make it so I end up in a position where I'm sustainably able to keep my mental health afloat. If you know that being a doctor is not for you because it's too much immediate stress, then it's not, then don't go be a doctor just because your mom wants you to, because that's not going to end up good for you or anyone, and it comes down to this. In this life, you're living for yourself and not for your family, and that does not mean don't have empathy or don't think of other people. Like, that is not the same thing as not wearing a mask. I mean, if it's decisions for your own life, for example... Um, what college you want to go to or if you want to become a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant then those are things that you should try to choose by yourself with only yourself in mind instead of like what your parents want and obviously that's not a that doesn't work for every situation like someone monetarily needs something or they don't need something then that's completely different but you guys you guys understand what I'm saying um but yeah, so it's just important in this time, like, to just take care of your mental health in, like, the small ways, especially with everything going on, especially with my new coined term, um, corona anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, I know that today might seem a little bit, like, less organized than usual and a little bit all over the place but I just kind of wanted to have a discussion with you guys I just wanted to have a look have a little chat I don't know why I turned British for a second (laughs) I'm gonna be honest with you guys just completely honest I don't know if I really thought I was gonna end up doing this little opening up thing right now but I've been feeling tired for the past couple of weeks like I'll get to those moments with my anxiety where I'm like, or with just life in general where I'm like, I- I'm tired. I don't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like, I don't know if I can feel this constant tug of anxiety all the time, or I don't know if I can handle all of this pressure that life puts on me, or I don't know if I can handle looking at one more thing of the world 
like one more thing showing the world burning and it's just scary and I've just gotten to that point too many times in the past couple of weeks which just shows that like I need to be taking care of myself more and like that includes not procrastinating all my work not leaving this podcast for 11 p.m on the night it's supposed to go out because I'm just so busy and so tired and like this is something I want to do like this is the thing in my life that I feel like is my own and that I love but yet I procrastinate it to a point where I'm yawning every other sentence because I can't keep my eyes open and I just want you guys to know that it's okay if you're going through a difficult time like the whole corona thing I talked about before that was just that was not a good week and now I just feel so gosh darn drained from the corona thing from school from just being in the world it's just everything so draining right now and when I'm in my worst moments and I'm in I'm on my bathroom floor and I'm panicking or whatever it is I always just like my thing is just I'm tired like I'm just tired of everything I just it always feels like everything around me is going a little bit too fast for me to keep up like I'm almost there but I'm just a second too late or I don't know or I just feel like I'm always grasping to try to try to hold on to the rest of the world that's going on around me and that can be a very painful thing always feeling like you just you're trying to sprint to catch up to something or that you can catch up but you would but you really feel like the world around you is going way too fast you just need it to slow down for a second like I feel like I just need everything to slow down so that I can just take a second to just breathe before getting up and moving on with my life and it's been really hard for it's really been hard for me to get motivation like motivation when I get home from school to get up and start doing my homework motivation to walk to my bathroom and brush my teeth in the morning um motivation to sit down to walk to my closet put the blanket down and start recording it's it's just you know it's just been difficult i don't know but i'm trying to be lenient with myself trying to like understand that there's a lot going on right now there's corona there's senior year there's college obligations there's family stuff there's all of this stuff and yeah who with all of that stuff wouldn't feel overwhelmed once in a while you know and it's important like in those moments when i feel completely drained or completely tired to just think about one good thing that's there in the future or whatever it is one thing to look forward to and one good thing that's like one positive so like okay I might sound really stupid but um I'm a senior and part of my senior photos I was doing I was supposed to do all of them this week but anyway it rained 
So for part of my senior photos, I decided to do something creative and something that I really liked, something that I really wanted to do. And I just wanted to, like, treat myself. And, like, not because I got the best grade on my exams or because I got into my dream college, but because I'm, like, I'm here and I've been, I've gotten through the moments when I'm tired and just for being here in a time that's so difficult, I just wanted to reward myself. And so I was really, really excited to do that creative shoot. And so that was one thing that I always brought up in my mind when I was feeling down or whatever it was. Um, yeah, another thing uh, that's been going on with me and everything. So obviously it's been a couple of months with very restricted social social talking social interaction that's what I meant and I you know those tests I don't know what it's called you know it's the one that gives like ENFJ or INFP or whatever it's called um whenever I do those I always 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 get right in between introvert and extrovert so I think it's amnivert ambivert something something like that it's called but yeah, so I, I'm always right in the middle. So like sometimes like I like talking to people, but I also need time to like sit and recharge by myself. And so it had been a while since I had like prolonged social interaction, you know. Um Yeah, prolonged social social interaction or social interaction to any like very large extent. So the first day of school going in, I walk into where our area is and I'm just like I'm just so chatty and I'm like jumping all over the place. I've got a ton of energy. I just feel all jittery and like everything. And then I get home and I'm completely drained. Completely drained. Nothing left of me. I get home and I just have to lay in my bed and I can't do anything else for the rest of the night. And like it's hard for me to go back. And even if you're online, um, I mean it's a little bit different but it's also not that different. Um, It can be hard to go from not having any social interaction to suddenly having a lot and having to put in so much of yourself at a time where there feels like there might not be too much of you left to give or too much to give in that moment. Um, And so that's something I've been struggling with is like finding a balance between how much of myself I need to keep to be able to function and how much of myself I can give away and how much of myself I can devote to social interaction and everything so that I don't come home and feel completely drained to the point where I, I literally can't do anything at all. So, like, that's another part of school that can be very scary and very hard to, like, adjust back to, especially with corona and everything that's happening. Like, I don't know, I think I was overcompensating that first day with just being loud and over the top and very just the most, I don't know, the most rambunctious, I don't know if that's the right word, version of myself. Um, but yeah, it's important to know your own limits and your own boundaries whatever with whatever it is, including this. Um, social interaction is a big one. Um, and also, like, it can be hard to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in a moment right now or at any time. It can be hard to tell your friend, like, no, make sure you're six feet away from me. Or, hey, I think 
um, hey, I think I need to just be alone right now or whatever it is. Or like, hey, I'm going to have to skip out on this for my own safety or whatever it is you choose to do. And that can be difficult. That can be difficult in any moment, but especially in the now, that can be really hard. So just know I recognize that. I feel you. It's normal to be drained and it's okay to feel drained and just, it's okay. You're going to learn to put the pieces back to build yourself back up and then you're going to learn like a system that works for you. Um, maybe that's just toning it down a little bit or maybe the social interaction is what fuels you and makes you feel better and so you want to continue doing that to a large extent. Another thing. Um, the AC in my school yesterday was broken, and, um, one of my math classes is just me and my math teacher, and she is actually zooming in because she felt that was what was best for her, and so she decided to do that. And so, obviously, we're, I'm wearing the mask and everything, and this was during my little whole corona obsession thing, and so I'm keeping my mask on even though, um... Even though I can technically take it off because I'm in a room by myself. Um, and this room I'm sitting in is tiny. When I tell you it's probably the size of my closet, I mean it 100%. And so it's really, really hot in there. And my teacher kept saying that she was, like, really sorry and felt bad and stuff. And I was I was like, oh, no, don't worry about it at all. Like, it's okay. This is just what we have to deal with right now and all this stuff. And I, without noticing, and then, or actually she said... Sorry, like, you're being very positive right now, and that's what we really need right now. And so, like, I appreciate it, and, like, it's really good and all this stuff. And, like, I hadn't noticed, but I was kind of subconsciously, like, trying my best to be positive. And that's really important in the now, and trust me, I am not always the most positive or optimistic person. Like, I am often quite pessimistic. You can ask any of my friends, like... I am a very, like, reality-oriented person, I guess. Or, eh, that's, that's a lie. I'm very emotion-driven, but I also can... I tend to see, like, the dark side of reality, if that makes sense. But that drives my emotions and makes me anxious, depressed, whatever it is. But, yeah, so it's important to, like, try to reframe your thoughts and reframe everything. This is another therapy thing that my therapist has taught me. Try to reframe your thoughts and stuff in a way that helps. So, um... We we did this today. We were reframing like positives and stuff about going to school. So, um, by me going to school, I am getting teaching that I couldn't have gotten online and social interaction. They can help fuel me. And there was some other stuff instead of thinking like ah, I'm gonna go to school and I'm gonna get corona and like it's not much different anyway. And I just feel drained all the time and stuff. It's important to try to reframe things as much as possible and then if you reframe things enough then you start to actually have that outlook on life which can be very 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 positive um so yeah I really suggest trying to reframe your thoughts oh my gosh you guys hear that that was my elbow ow that hurt if you didn't hear that I'm gonna sound psychopathic but my elbow just popped um Anyway, yes, it's, like, important to look at how you're thinking and to look at your patterns of thinking. And from there, try to create positive patterns. Because right now it's difficult for everyone, and I don't know when it's going to get better. But it's important that we, like, put systems in place 
so that we can function and be the best versions of ourselves that we can be in the moment no matter the situation and it's important to try not to worry about things we can't change I know that's really difficult um but I don't think me or you is going to be the person to come up with a coronavirus vaccine um so you know just trying to like do your best and staying safe and everything but not allowing yourself to get really worked up in things that you can't control and also if you find yourself getting worked up try to reframe your thinking and try to go with that as much as you can so that yeah hopefully that eventually turns into a more positive outlook but yeah I know I've said this a thousand times but it's rough right now and it's different for every person so I talked about my experience I talked about how I am how I've been feeling really drained and tired and just like I don't have enough of myself to go around and like I'm constantly just trying to keep up with something um sometimes it's my classmates sometimes it's my college application sometimes it's my own mind but you might not be feeling that and that's totally okay and someone else might be feeling amazing um and that's okay it's okay for all of us to feel different I'm just sharing what I've been feeling so that you can see that like things it's okay if things feel a little bit different for you right now and it's just day by day like um recovery and like understanding and becoming the best version of yourself does not happen overnight I'm starting to sound like some weird cheesy person but I genuinely mean that like things aren't overnight we have to like work towards our goals and everything and trust me I feel too tired sometimes to think about reframing my thoughts like I just want to think and if I think something pessimistic then okay I think about it if I complain about school I complain about it but like it's important to try try our best to like create foundations for a more positive future and a future in which like I for me I don't like a future for which I'm not comfortable and set in my anxiety in a way that like it can sometimes be a comfort or it's I can set myself up to work past it in a healthy way if that makes sense so yeah so this has been the 10th episode again I'm really sorry if you guys oh my gosh wait I have not done this disclaimer in a really long time I am not a real therapist in the slightest I am just a teenage girl just explaining her life on the internet and explaining her thoughts on society and giving some facts once in a while so yes take everything I say with a grain of salt anyway back to what I was saying um the first episode of this podcast was me just sitting just speaking to you guys what do I think about society what do I think about mental health and all this stuff and I I wanted to go back to our roots a little bit with this 10th episode um I feel like a lot of things have changed in my life since that first episode that first episode was shot in the end of June um I had just finished my exams in my school and stuff corona was going on I was I was having some bad anxiety about about that, but I was happy it was summer. I was looking forward to a couple of things, but I felt, like, very stagnant, and, like, that was okay, and I didn't know what the future was going to hold in the slightest, and that's how I felt in that moment, and now 
I'm at school and all this stuff and I'm still feeling anxious but I feel like I'm in such a different place and I just wanted to sit down and have a little bit of a heart-to-heart with you guys about corona about my feelings about how it's normal to feel different or weird or it's normal to feel like a completely different person than you did at the end of June because I don't think I'm the same person who talked in this first podcast I am definitely not at all and I just want to speak to you guys because I love you all and my favorite episodes are the one where we just have we just have a conversation I mean me having a one-sided conversation but it's just me speaking and speaking until and speaking in, in hopes that something resonates with at least one person listening if I can help one person listening feel like they are less alone or like they are valid or that what they're feeling is okay and that they can work past whatever it is that they're struggling with then my goal is completely accomplished and that's what I'm going for um so yes thank you guys for listening today I hope you were all doing good as always the Instagram account is at the teen therapy project my dms are always open if you um are interested in participating maybe in part of the second season then feel free to dm me i'm trying to plan all of that out um also if you want to be a part of this in any way or the project in itself feel free to dm um yeah i hope you guys are doing well um you can get through whatever it is in this moment you are so loved you are so valued to everyone around you and you're gonna get through whatever it is i know you will you just gotta take it day by day just second by second and you're going to do amazing um we're going to get out of this corona and everything one day and i know that when that day comes we'll be all be so happy and we can look back and this will be my little video diary and i can come back and look at it and see what i was like in this moment right now but yes I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I will be back at you guys next week, probably with the one that's a little bit more organized, a little bit more fact-driven, because I think you guys like those. But yeah, again, always, if you want me to talk about something, feel free to DM and everything. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Remember to take care of yourselves, especially during this crazy time. Take a moment and don't be too harsh on yourself. You are trying your best, and that is all that matters. So yes, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so, so much for listening to Teen Therapy, but make it free, the 10th episode. I love you all. I'm blowing you a kiss right now, and I wish I could give you all a big old hug through the screen. But yes, also remember that there's always someone there who's willing to listen to you if you ever need help. So don't don't feel scared to reach out to someone in your life if right now you aren't feeling at your best. Yes, anyway, I will see you guys next week.